0: Hi guys, Staggered Lee here. Welcome to another episode, episode 5 of Unscripted Violence. Thanks so much for listening. Um, well, to get right into it, I'll uh, start off with some news. Um, just this past Dynamite, there was a fan ejected for a, holding a sign while uh, Nyla Rose was facing him. And it uh, had an arrow pointed uh, to the person next to him. And it basically said, is this guy's dad. Um, he was he was found and uh, ejected from the building. So, uh, That was a little bit of news that happened. Um, uh, Mike Penzel, um, also known as Corporal Kirchner, he passed away Wednesday. He was uh, 64. Uh, He passed on from a heart attack. Um, His story is he met Hulk Hogan uh, while uh, he was working at a gym. Um, he uh, later on would get into wrestling and he had a feud with Nikolai Volkov and he uh, had a flag match I don't know what that is uh, but he had a flag match victory at Wrestlemania 2 so if you want to go back and watch Wrestlemania 2 he's in it um, he, he also wrestled for the uh, many different territories he wrestled for stampede and JPW the UWF and I guess later on uh, in 2007 he wrestled as a character called uh, Leatherface and uh, just some it's kind of unrelated AEW news But, uh, Kevin Owens this week has re-signed with the WWE. So, uh, won't be seeing him, uh, making any surprises in AEW. So well, that was the news. Um, later on, I may or may not have the wrestler uh, for the week, the wrestler of the week. I mean, um, I'm trying to decide whether I should add it on with uh, my Rampage episodes. So uh, that's up in the air. If you guys uh, have an opinion, let me know. But um, we're going to do uh, go to uh, December twentieth. Uh, for dark elevation, uh, who we have on commentary is Tony Schiavone, uh, Eddie Kingston, and Mark Henry. Um, the first match, uh, oh, and uh, during this first match, Ruby Soho is on commentary. Uh, she does a very good job. Uh, but what we have is the Bunny, Emmy Sakura, Nyla Rose. Uh, They come out with Vicky Guerrero. They are against uh, Jessica James, Gigi Ray, and Lady Bird Monroe. Uh, Nyla uh, points to Soho and does a beast bomb on one of these opponents and gets the win. So their team wins. Next match is uh, Red Velvet versus Maddie Renkowski. Uh, Maddie does look good in this match, uh, it's red velvet with the final slice, as she calls it, for the win. Uh, next, we have tag team matchup, two of my um, more favorite tag teams. We have Chaos Project, which is Pentaco and Luther, versus Bear Country, being Bear Bronson and Bear Boulder. Uh, during this match, both teams look great. Uh, my my favorite is the Chaos Project. Just Luther and the way he abuses uh, Serpentico during the match in order to make an offensive move It's just, it, to me, it's hilarious. But uh, during this, uh, Boulder holds Bronson on his shoulders And turns it kind of into a slam onto Luther. They get the win with that move. And that's just a show of uh, size and power right there. Uh, Next, we have Khan versus Andre Elidio, And he's with Jose. Um, Andrade has... Just a badass entrance, if you ask me. He comes out with with the suit and that mask that's like a black. It looks like leather, uh, a sewn-in skull to it. It looks just awesome and intimidating. And uh, Andrade, uh, with an arm bar, he gets the submission for this uh, match. So it's Andrade for the win there. Uh, next, we have Amber Rodriguez versus uh, Thunder Rosa. Uh, Thunder Rosa hits the Fire Thunder driver for the win in that match. Uh, next, we have our main event for Elevation. And what that is, is the Hardy Family Offices, uh, Matt Hardy, The Blade, and Isaiah Cassidy. They are against Dark Orders, Evil Uno, Stu Grayson, and Ten. Uh, both of these teams, I was excited to watch in action together. Um, uh, basically, uh, Hardy hit uh, Stu with a, a twist of fate on the on the outside, and it looked great. So that was a high point of the match, and uh, Kingston. <laughs> Uh, says uh, during this uh, commentary, he says, Souple, uh like uh, good old Gordon Soli used to do, instead of suplex, he says, suple. I love that he's bringing that back. Um, but uh, in the end, uh, Ten has the full Nelson on uh, Blade and uh, scores the victory there. So, the Dark Order wins that one. Next, we're going to the 21st of December of 21. And if you'll excuse me, I need to take a drink of water. So we have Dark. That is in uh, the Orlando Studios. Um, on commentary is Excalibur and Taz. They, they make a great team. They crack me up. They crack each other up. Uh, like I've said it before, and I'll say it again. Uh, you're missing out if you haven't watched Dark with these two on commentary. They they just uh are a great team. Uh, but we have what we have for, uh, to start off with, is we have the Gun Clubs Austin Gun and Colton Gun, and uh they are uh against the Nightmare Factory's Big Shoddy Lee Johnson. And Brock Anderson, they're coming out with Arn Anderson. Um, it's a good match to watch for both teams. Uh, there, the audience once again pulls out the ass boys chant uh, aimed at Austin and Colton. Uh, Colton took a shot on on Brock that was unseen by the the ref, and. Uh, uh, he he gets a roll up for the win in that match, so the win is with the Gun Club. Okay, and next we have Charlotte Renegade versus Abaddon, and it's no surprise as to who wins this match. Uh, Abaddon does <laughs> uh, with that great version of a DDT. But instead of hooking her head with her arm, she hooks it with her leg, and uh, she's she makes it look great. She really plays into the character, and she's a uh, freaky. She's a she's a great wrestler, and she gets the win on that one. Next, we have my man Eddie Kingston versus Colin Delaney. Uh, it it was a I I just wrote a note that it's a very good match to watch. So if you can, uh, watch this match. Um, But it's Eddie Kingston for the win on that one. Uh, Next we have Penelope Ford versus Willow Nightingale. Uh, Willow, she, uh, during this match, does a great pounce. On Penelope Ford, I mean, she just tosses her across the across the ring and just makes it look so great. And uh, Penelope does a great job of selling it as well. Um, but uh, Penelope uh, gets a, the submission on Willow and gets the win. Uh, we go into a backstage promo where uh, Tony interviews Sunny Kiss. And uh, Janella comes in with, uh, uh, th- I call her Muscle Girl. I keep forgetting her name. I know it's easy to look it up. I'll, I'll look it up, you guys, unless you want to comment and tell me what her name is. I know they've mentioned it, but she hasn't been on TV enough for me to remember it. But uh, they're just building their match for next week, which is a no DQ match. Uh, which is right up Janela's Alley. And, uh, and uh, Sonny should perform well in that, too. Uh, they're both great performers, and I'm looking forward to that match. Uh, next, we have Robin Renegade versus... Uh, and she's coming out with her, her uh, sister, Charlotte Renegade. They look like sisters. They look like twins. And uh, she is against Brandy Rhodes... And, uh, Brandi Rhodes gets the win in this by submission. Uh, next we have the Hardy Family Offices, uh, Jara Joel versus, uh, Julius Coleman. Uh, Jarl Joe gets the win. Uh, next we have a promo with the Wingmen. Uh, they are basically just threatening the best friends. Uh... And that was that. Then we have uh, Carly Bravo versus uh, the Harley, Hardy Family Office's private parties. Isaiah Cassidy with uh, George O. accompanying him. And, uh, of course, Isaiah Cassidy gets the win on that one. Uh, next, we have Kira Hogan versus Chalance Royal. Uh, Shalance has this real annoying gimmick where she hits this high note in an opera voice at uh, seemingly unexpected points in the match. But anyway, she loses and Kira Hogan gets the win. Uh, Next we have Bear Country, uh, Bronson and Boulder versus Zach Clayton and Mike Orlando. Uh, they do that finisher uh with uh Bronson on the shoulders of Bear, uh, of uh I'm sorry a Boulder, and uh, they call it the Bear Bomb, and they get the win on that one. Uh, we have an in-ring promo, uh with Tony Schiavone, uh and he's interviewing Bear Country, and Bear Country is sending out a challenge, to uh, it's just an open challenge to the locker room. Uh, the acclaim come out, and uh, no rap. I know I was disappointed that Max didn't uh, throw his bars in there, but maybe next time. But uh, they accept the challenge, and that's for next week's dark. So that's another big match for next week to watch. Watch out for. Uh, next we have uh, ten with negative one. Uh, versus Leroy Patterson uh, with this howdy character wearing this really bad 1950s kids cowboy hat and uh, Leroy Patterson has this obvious uh, tearaway suit it looks dirty uh, but uh, he he ends up ripping off that suit and uh, it's just uh, it's absolutely disgusting. Uh, Uh, But uh, negative one takes off Howdy's hat during the match And runs around the ring while Howdy chases him with it uh, Which was pretty funny I always love it when negative one gets involved And uh, basically it's a full Nelson by 10 for the win Uh, Next we have Red Velvet versus La Rosa Negra Uh, La Rosa looks good in this match but uh, ultimately it comes to Red Velvet for the win uh, next we have Lucas Chase versus the captain Sean Dean and Sean Dean scores the W on that one and next we have Matt Seidel versus Serpentico with Luther uh, uh, Taz gets sick of Luther's uh, constant screaming. If you've watched him, he does this high-pitched screaming. You can barely understand what he says. I think it's kind of hilarious. Some of the crowd mocks him, which is funny. But uh, Taz says that he's just sick of Luther's screaming. And at that point, so was I. So that was uh, your uh, dark for the week. And uh, next, we are going into December 22nd's Holiday Bash and Dynamite episode. uh, Which was, once again, an excellent episode. Uh, We start this off right away with uh, Adam Cole versus Orange Cassidy. I've been waiting to see these two uh, Alcorns. And finally did. Um, It it starts off uh, uh, with uh, Adam Cole kind of showing Orange Cassidy how over he is with the crowd by doing his Adam Cole baby. Sticks his fingers up in the air. Uh, uh, Orange grabbed Cole's hands and stuck them into his pockets which, uh, which uh, was kind of fu- a funny moment. Um, the match starts off kind of slow-paced. Uh, a lot of headlocks and uh, arm drags taking place. Very well executed, I might say. Uh, they both are wrestling a, a solid match. Um, uh, the Young Bucks come down the entrance... Uh, Nick and Matt Jackson come out with, uh, Brandon Cutlet, and he's still wearing that, that nose mask or face mask, I, I just wish he'd take it off, but I guess that's part of what what makes his heel character that much more annoying, uh, but, uh, uh, Orange isn't having any of it, he, uh, does a, a dive on the Cutlet, um, and then uh, Chuck T and Trent Beretta and Wheeler to come out uh, to sort of even out the odds on the outside. And uh, they fight each other out uh, towards the back to where it's only Adam and Orange in the ring or around the ring. Um, it's It really turns out to be a, a kick-ass match. Um uh, what happens during, during the match, though, is uh, Bobby Fish he comes to ringside and uh, distracts Cassidy. Meanwhile, creeping up behind, uh, underneath the ropes and behind Cassidy is uh, Kyle o- O'Reilly. He, he comes up from behind. Uh, he just hits uh Cassidy with a flurry of his well-known strikes. Um, the guy is just uh, a phenomenal striker. Um, and uh, Chuck T. Trentbray, uh, oh sorry, uh, but uh, get, just just annihilates Cassidy right then and hits him with that flurry. Uh, Cole. Uh. The ref doesn't doesn't see that happen, so Cole hits uh, the boom knee strike to, uh, to the back of Cassidy's head, gets the win. Uh, basically, what happens is the best friends come down, uh, and uh, they uh, are beating on uh for that, for the undis- the undisputed is what I'll call them. Uh, and that's what the crowd calls them to because they chant "Undisputed." Uh, they uh they uh clear the ring. Uh, the, then the young, by they I mean um, the undisputed clear the ring. Uh, by the end, the young bucks come down, and the bucks look look at uh Adam Cole, and Adam Cole's kind of shrugging shrugging his shoulders like, "What? What's your problem?" And the Bucks just look irritated, and uh, the four of them just uh, leave the ring. And uh, that was an interesting turn of events, and I I wonder if this is going to cause problems within the Super Click, or if there is a Super Click anymore. Uh, What... I think a great name for him would be Undisputed. I don't know if that violates any uh, copyrights or anything with WWE, but I think that would be a great name for it. Uh, I I think it's a a a great fit for those guys, and I've I've read things since from these these whining like WWE advocates. I'll, I'll just say, um they're uh saying well AEW is just ripping off uh WWE uh they, no they're just going with what what naturally fits uh it's kind of like saying that WCW was ripping off WWF at the time uh with Hall and Nash um just because they were uh Diesel and Ramon uh, that that was no rip-off. That was natural, real chemistry. These guys are probably real friends on the outside of the ring. They've made lots of money together. They've been on the road with each other. Uh, it just makes sense for this faction to exist. I hope they stay separate from the elite, or maybe curry favor with the elite, or maybe even end up in a feud. Um, it would be interesting to see who uh, turned out to be a baby face, if at all, during a feud like that. So there's a lot of good things that are to come out of this. Okay, next, uh, what we had was a video package of last week's epic match between Danielson and uh, Hangman Page. Um, And uh, it's just an excellent package with some highlights in it. Then they announced that January 5th, there is uh, going to be the rematch. And that is uh, when they'll be switched to TBS. So, you know, it's going to be an excellent match. Uh, my one, one disappointment or criticism about this is that I think that they're doing this a little bit too soon. I think they should have waited a little bit longer in uh, Hangman Page's run for this uh, to take place. Um, just for that idea that uh, Brian Danielson uh, could walk away with the title, uh, this kind of leans more towards uh, Hangman Page's favor. I think uh, in in that they are kind of cho- choosing him as the top guy right now. And uh, I-, I just think it's a little too soon, although I cannot wait to see this match. I, I think it's a great way to have a switch over to TBS. I think it'll be a smooth transition, and uh, it looks like it's going to be good. Um, in the, There's an in-ring promo after this. Uh, Tony is interviewing the Aew champ uh, hangman Adam Page. He's asking about the the rematch. Um, and uh, Adam Page starts to talk about how he feels uh, less of a champion and disappointed. And Brian comes out and interrupts him, cuts him cuts him off. Uh, the crowd uh, loves both of these guys because I hear a lot of yes chants when Brian comes out. Um, he, he calls Paige an entitled millennial cowboy, which I thought was uh, way clever and hilarious and a great way to get heat. Uh, he says the fans are the ones who should, who should be disappointed because uh, he should be the champ now. And uh, they uh, both talk about their rematch, uh, Brian is just pulling off a great heel. He was a great heel in the past, and now he's putting a different twist on to be any a heel. He, he's, he's great. But, uh, he calls, uh, <laughs> he also calls, uh, Hangman a piece of cowboy shit, which I, I wrote LOL classic. It really was. Um, But says at the rematch, there's uh, going to be judges there. So there'll be a time limit and uh, judges as well. And uh, uh, Hangman Page uh, basically tells uh, Brian what you don't want to add a stipulation. You don't want to have no time limit, maybe. And we could see who gets a a clear-cut winner. So um, there's going to be judges with this one. Uh, I kind of like that. It keeps uh, it keeps uh, Danielson's heelishness about him. Um, uh, backstage we have MJF. He's uh, with the Pinnacle. Uh, MJF uh, cuts a killer pro- promo uh, on Punk, uh, mostly, uh, uh, but about their ma- their match tonight against Punk, Sting, and and Darby Allen. And uh, Dax uh, also gives part of this uh, promo, and I put I put the Pinnacle give a great promo here, and they do, and they get you excited about that match. Um, next we have Wardlow versus uh, the Captain, Captain Sean Dean. Um, I was looking forward to this match. I, I always like seeing uh, Sean Dean work. <laughs> He's one of the the uh great new guys that have come out of the factory and I'm really excited about him. Uh and facing Wardlow, you know, uh I was looking forward to this match. Well, basically it was a squash guys. Uh Wardlow uh just uh power bombed the captain. And uh, he wasn't done with the captain. He powerbombed him about, I think it was four times. And uh, makes it look great and hellish every single time he does it. But uh, he uh, gets the win on that, naturally. Uh, Spears then attacks Sean with a, a couple of uh, chair shots. And... Um, That was the end of that. Okay, next uh, we're in the crowd with Dan Lambert, Scorpio Sky, and Ethan Page, uh, also known as the Men of the Year. And I don't know about these two as a tag team. I was all set to have Scorpio go on a, a singles run. And uh, possibly get the TNT belt, uh, something after he went solo. But uh, no, they stuck him with Ethan Page, and I think Ethan Page would be great solo too. I, I just don't. We we number one hardly ever see either of these two wrestle to make up our minds on if they're a good tag team or not. Uh, but uh, we'll just have time. We'll have to, t- to tell. Uh, uh, Lambert, Dan Lambert, he, he gets your, your great heat from the crowd. Uh, he, he, uh, says a funny remark during his promo, says that, uh, Cody's a bigger dick than he is, and that got some laughs. Um, it was a, a, a brilliant promo, but, uh, basically building up America top team, and uh, the men of the year, and uh, building on them. And uh, then we go into a uh, backstage promo uh, with Britt Baker, and we have Jamie Hayter and uh, Rebel uh, dressed like little elves, and Britt Baker in her uh, reclining chair. And of course, we have Tony Schiavone uh, conducting the interview, uh, he asks about the upcoming match, uh, with Riho, uh, Britt, uh, just basically cuts a, a promo on Riho, uh, doing an excellent job, uh, and we love, uh, Britt Baker, DMD, uh, so there's, uh, Commercials. We go to a video package on uh, Owen Hart, which was very well put together, interviewing both veterans and young guys about the impact that Owen has had on their careers. And uh, that's leading into a Owen Hart uh, Foundation tournament, um, tournament cup, so, there'll be a men's tournament and a women's tournament. And really looking forward to that. Uh, next, we have the semifinals for the TBS Belts. And we have Nyla Rose versus Ruby Soho. Uh, Nyla Rose is unfortunately with Vicky. And yes, Vicky is uh, yelling and screaming this entire match. Uh, doing her job, making herself annoying. But, uh, Nyla uh, attacks Ruby. Ruby hasn't even got her jacket off. She attacks Ruby before the bell. It's just brutal. And you can tell Ruby's trying to get the jacket off. And Nyla just keeps, uh, hammering down on her. Uh, she even tries assisting her on pulling this jacket off. It's inside out. The sleeve... In, in the hand but finally finally uh, she breaks Ruby breaks free from the jacket uh, I, I I wrote a note here I, I put Vicky's still annoying and yes she is um, Rose at, at this point is dominating the match uh, Soho Soho begins to uh, turn it around. she uh, does this killer. Uh, slingshot DDT where she bounces her legs off of the ropes and spins around and turns it into a DDT and it just looks insane Um, Ruby has really been able to show what she truly can do in AEW I'm so glad to have her in AEW she's a definite asset and can't say enough great things about her um, uh, Nyla goes to the outside. She grabs a chair from under the ring. Uh, uh, Ruby's waiting for her. She uh, drop kicks the chair into uh, Nyla's face. Uh, they uh, the action uh, goes on in, into the ring. Uh, Ruby has a uh, dragon sleeper on. On Rose. And uh, this leads into uh, Vicky Guerrero distracting Aubrey Edwards, uh, who's ref in this match. And uh, uh, that leads into uh, Ruby uh, kicking Vicky off the apron uh, right in the head. Uh, Ruby uh, kicks. Uh, Nyla, uh, by, uh, pulling her, uh, off of the top rope, and gets the win on that match, uh, it was, a, it was an excellent match, uh, I, and, uh, very emotional, and, uh, for Ruby, you could see the tears in her eyes, and, I, once again, I gotta hand it to Tony Khan and everybody else for, welcoming her into AEW and letting her be herself in AEW. Man, WWE, there, there's a, a classic, classic example of uh, Vince and, and creative just fucking a, a, an amazing wrestler up. Because uh, I, want, I want years and years of Ruby Soho she is uh just amazing, and not to overshadow uh, Nyla, uh is good at what she does as playing the monster but uh soho is just in a league of her own and uh and this is she's just starting with the company guys uh she she can only get better from here and uh it, it was a pleasure to watch that match. Uh, next, I, I've been waiting for this one. We have Malachi Black versus Griff Garrison, uh, and uh, Black's entrance I put is dope. It it is uh, just a kick ass entrance. It's it's it took that darkness and everything that he had in NXT. Uh, where he kind of rose up coffin style, like Nosferatu style, on the stage, but it just it just kicks that up a complete notch. I mean, when he's sitting there cross legged and this eerie music comes on, and this ambient metal turns on, and the light is is peering behind him, and and the images on the screen. It's just a, a very eerie and uh bone chilling introduction. uh I dare i dare I say it's it's undertaker worthy of an entrance that he has with the with the stag horns on and the face paint. I mean uh he just Malachi Black is just once again, I'm glad aew has him. And they're not ruining him. They've built him up. And he looks great in his entrance, man. And, uh... Griff Garrison comes out with Brian Pillman Jr. Uh... (laughs) Julia is not present, uh... Conspicuously. Um... But it starts off, uh... uh, With uh, Garrison running full speed at, at Malachi Black. And, uh... He just eats a boot. Match kind of switches into Griff's favor as uh, Griff got in a suicide dive, uh, which looked great. Uh, and and he pulled off from the corner, he, he pulled out this great uh, rolling elbow. Uh, Griff looks excellent during this match. I, I never doubted him. I thought he could give Malachi a, a great match. He's, he sells great from Malachi. Uh, Malachi is just Malachi, and we know we're getting top notch from him every time. But uh, ends up in this violent, uh, Griff ends up in a violent uh, single leg Boston Crab where uh, Black is just sitting down on him. Just looks like he is bending him in half, and uh, he uh, gets the win on that. Uh, and he is—he's not letting go. So we see Brian Pillman Jr. come running down, and he uh, throws Malachi off of Griff. Uh, turns his back on Malachi uh, Black for a second, turns back around. And eats that uh, black mass uh, to the face. I, I don't know uh, what they're if they're calling it that anymore. If they're allowed to call it the black mass anymore. I, I couldn't see why not. Because uh, I, I think that there shouldn't be a problem with it. But you know how petty uh, WWE and Vince can get. So, But basically he, he hits that on uh Pillman and that is the end of the segment um next we have our main event and this uh main event was a banger match as they say in the IWC um but it, it really was we had a uh, the Pinnacles MJF and FTR, comprised of Cash Wheeler and Dax Harward versus Sting, Darby Allen, and CM Punk. Um, they each make their entrances, and when it comes to Sting's entrance, uh, he comes out with just this killer. I think it, a lot of people are saying online it was cheesy. I don't think it was cheesy. It maybe it was a throwback to some nostalgic times. But uh, Sting has his face painted up uh, with uh, the crossed gloves on his forehead. Just looks perfect, and the lightning bolts in the hands, and the X's on the hands of CM Punk on his forehead. He has lightning bolt, red lightning bolts. Coming down from his eyes, he just looks I, I think he looks badass in that paint and uh then uh, uh Darby Allen comes out and he has his his hair half his hair painted pink uh, his face is painted like this hot pink, and he has this sting and darby combination uh, type of makeup on half his face. It looks awesome once again. And then, uh, CM Punk comes out, and he's got the classic 1980s Stinger, uh, makeup on, uh, with, uh, the colors on there, the CM Punk colors on there. And, uh, that just looks, uh, killer as well. He also has, uh, uh, long tights on with a scorpion on the side. That's Technicolor, and uh, it just it just looks great, you guys. I like I enjoyed the face paint, and it it took me back to the times of when you would have. Uh, Sting lead a team, and everybody. I usually it was like Team WCW or something like that, and Lex Luger would be on there, and he would have the stinger face paint on as a sign of solidarity. Uh, I enjoyed the entrances. Uh, uh, MJF and FTR came out, uh, and uh, I love I I love both these guys in entrances because of the amount of heat they get uh they really do a good job at that but it starts off with mjf and punk uh whatever one's been uh waiting for and in typical heel fashion i i saw this coming uh mjf uh tags out immediately and uh so the fans naturally boo at this and uh MJF uh, gets a lot of heat for this, but it's just classic heel stuff, and he pulls it off so good uh, during this match. Um, uh, and this happens every time MJF's in the uh, match with Punk. Uh, he just he just he'll 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 run away from Punk as as, as quick as possible, possibly behind around the ring, and then uh, run back into his corner and make a quick tag out and uh, that goes on throughout the match, uh, and and he pulls it off well, like I said. Uh, Punk uh, tags uh, Sting in to a huge pop. Every time Sting is tagged in this match, he gets the pop and the respect and the props that he deserves in this match. Okay, then, later on in the match... Uh, we get uh CM Punk uh finally with in the ring with MJF. MJF darts out of the ring, uh jumps over the railing. Uh, they go out into the crowd. Uh, CM Punk's following right after him. Uh, he's trying to fight him through the crowd. They go up into the bleachers. Uh, this, uh, just continues on until they eventually end up back in the ring. And, uh, MJF tags out to a shitload of heat on this, guys. Um, uh, Darby, uh, during, during this time hit, a awesome suicide dive to MJF and FTR, knocking all three of them out at a point in this match, which was just, uh, kick asses. And done only as Darby can do uh D- darby's uh getting uh beat down by all three members eventually though in this, and uh he desperately needs the tag once again gets a hot tag to sting crowd goes nuts this is just turning out to be a great match all the way around uh sting uh collapses like at one point he's he's looking beat up uh and uh he has uh mjf laying uh spread eagled in the ring uh sting can't take it anymore he collapses and uh quote unquote accidentally his head headbutts mjf's nuts (laughs) and uh of course it, it of course, Taz mentions that he got hit in the yam bag, <laughs> which cracks me up every time Taz says that. He's great on commentary. Uh, Sting uh, uh, hit just hip-tosses MJF over the top ropes into FTR. Uh, Sting uh, cross-bodies all three to the outside from the top rope. Um... But uh, Dax uh, is uh, isolated in the ring and gets uh, finishers from uh, Sting, Darby Allin, and CM Punk. And uh, CM Punk pins him for the win. And this was just a great, great episode of Dynamite. Uh, it lived up to its name as the Holiday Bash. I hope this is a tradition that continues through the years. Because uh, if you didn't see it, I, I hope I gave you some insight into it and encourage you to watch it. It's a great, great match. Um, okay, well, I guess we're going to uh, wrap up the show now. Uh, you guys, please comment and, uh, subscribe. Um, I, th- I think I'm starting to get my feel, my groove down a little bit better on, on this. I formatted it a little bit different. I didn't go as much into detail on, uh, dark elevation and dark. Uh, that was by design, um, uh, I'll just continue giving you, you know, light details about the promos and results. And we'll leave it as that. I, I think it really works out great. And I I don't seem to be droning on so much about the matches. And uh, I encourage you guys to watch it every week if you, if you have time on your hands. And if you need that wrestling fix, those two shows are there. There are other independent shows on, on the air, too, that I, that I often like to watch. For instance, uh, I, like, I like GCW every once in a while. They put out a great product. Uh, and uh, I, M, M- MLB puts on a great product as well. And even though I'm not familiar with a lot of the wrestlers or storylines, they get you familiar pretty quick. Uh, I don't know what happened to NWA power. I haven't really looked for it either. But um I'm I'm hoping that uh it'll be back or, or I just overlooked it because I, I enjoyed that uh for a while. And from what I understand, they actually gave the strap to Trevor Murdoch in that, which uh impressed me. Uh Trevor Murdoch uh he looks spitting image of Dick Murdoch. I don't. I don't th- even think that they're, uh, relatives. I think they gave him the name Murdoch because he looked in, and wrestled so much like him, uh, in that. But um, I'll I'll just bring you into, what what's next, and and that is wrestler of the week, and f- for this week I, I thought about it long and hard, and and uh, I uh, <laughs> long and hard. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Throwback to Beavis and Butthead days, but um, I I I thought about it, and this week's wrestler of the week has got to be Sting. He got in there, uh, he 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 even did a top rope dive to the outside. I mean, and he's in his sixties. This guy puts my uh my entire body to shame. I mean, he he does just. Continues to impress, all to entertain us, and he—he he truly is a legend and an icon in everything they say he is and more. Uh, I've watched Sting his entire career. I grew up with Sting. Uh, I, when I was younger, I, I have to admit he wasn't my number one baby face, but uh, whenever he was on the side of Dusty Roads. I, w- I sure was on his side as well, and I, I was always a fan of his, always a fan. Um, but uh, this this week's performance, if you have not seen it, please, if you, if you're not gonna watch any of the holiday bash, uh, take the last twenty minutes of the program or so, and watch, uh, watch Sting in action. It's a sight to behold. And I hope he he's got a few more years behind him. Very selfishly, but I hope so. So hope you guys like the new formatting here. Uh, I I hope I'm I'm growing like I promised I would. I I feel a lot more con- confident in in the cast. And I just want to personally thank each and every one of you for every single one of the listens that I see, every single one of the subscribes. I'm up to six subscribers, and it might not sound like much, guys, but it, it really means a lot to me, and it's a big accomplishment to me. And I appreciate each and every one of you. I, I love you guys, honestly, for supporting me. So, um... Uh, until I, I may or may not be covering Rampage this week because uh, it's it's the holidays and I, I have plans. But uh, for sure, uh, I'll, I'll try and mention a blurb about something here or there. If there's some uh, uh, breaking news I hear about, I'll let you guys know as soon as I possibly can. But this is Staggerly signing off. And thanks once again for listening to Unscripted Violence, a pro wrestling talk program. We'll see you guys.